everyone and thank you for joining in to listen to the Systematic Podcast. My name is Alicia and I'm Priya and we hope that you all are keeping safe and well. The Systematic Podcast is about us two sisters sharing active and systematic approaches on how to align your mindset to add growth into your life. This podcast is for those who are looking to develop themselves, their softer skill set and also their mindset, allowing them to flourish as a whole. A warm welcome to any new listeners and also those who have been listening to us from the start. We hope that you will be able to easily adopt these rituals to start and end your days off right, as they are the only two times in the actual day that we have which we can fully control. So you may be thinking you are not even a morning person, let alone an evening person or a night owl. And therefore, waking up early is just a genuine miracle. I know for Alicia and I, that resonates quite deeply. And also, we're not really much night owls. Yeah, I don't like staying up late nor waking up super early. Just, I guess, somewhere in the middle of both. So depending on where you stand and what, what suits you best... Um, What we're going to be doing today is guiding you through setting up a routine that you are actually excited about and when you literally get up in the morning, you really want to go and get going with your routine and same in the evening. So when you are winding down, you're going to be gearing yourself to have the right mindset to fall asleep peacefully. Yeah, I know a lot of people say that if you have a good evening routine and you do particular things before you go to bed, it really impacts the way you wake up and how your next day goes. So I believe both times of the days are really important. And like you've you've said already, those are really the times where we get to sort of be with ourselves and not sort of be interacting with other things and we can focus on what we want to do for the day. So today we will be going over many ritual ideas. We're going to run down on what we do. And the idea is we want to help you find which ones you can adopt into your life. So some of them may be totally outside of your comfort zone. That may be a good idea to have a go at them. But some of them may be totally aligned with what you currently do. So it might give you a few ideas and tips. So let's get going. What's the first one, Leash? Yeah, so we another disclaimer is you don't have to do all of these. So it's not like we do every single thing morning and evening. So don't get overwhelmed. There's just a few ideas so that you can pick and choose what yeah. works best for you. Um, the first one, which is very highly recommended by pretty much anybody out there. And I know it's probably the hardest thing to do for everyone. So that's why we're going to cover it first. It's no phones. Um, And that's both in the morning and in the evening. So when you first wake up, you shouldn't be looking at your screen. And nor when you're going to bed, you shouldn't be looking straight at your screen. And it's just a habit that we all have because our whole world revolves around our phone. It's in front of us and ideally one hour before you go to bed and then from one hour from waking up, you shouldn't be using your phone. So you shouldn't be using it immediately. You need to have that one hour time period. And it's the best thing that I found that, well, Priya's found that she's been doing recently is literally putting your phone in a box and putting it away somewhere. (laughs) And uh, you can set it as a reminder to sort of keep it at arm's length, but you don't even want to sleep with it. It's not good to sleep with your phone under your pillow or really close to your your head in terms of like the radiation and how it affects your brainwave. There's there's a lot of stuff about that. But I know a lot of people use their phones for an alarm. Yeah. 
So it's like, mm, yeah. how do I, uh, how do I play with that? <laughs> but you know, if your phone is further away and your alarm goes off, this will actually help you with your routine in the morning because it'll force you to actually physically get out of bed to switch off your alarm. So yeah. Then also there is the toxic blue light, yeah. which is emitting from our devices. And you do not want to start your day looking at your emails and all the messages you need to get back to. As this can actually be really painful, not just for your eyes, but also for your brain. The way to look at this is if you're in a good sleep and you're just woken up by your alarm and then you're looking at emails and then you're looking at Instagram, your mind has gone from zero to about 100 miles per an hour. Yeah. It's just literally unfair. I mean, wouldn't even, I mean, we would love to do that in a car, but even that isn't a good idea. It's about progressively um, adding to your morning. So, like Alicia said, just hide the phone away. And if you use it for an alarm, just literally switch the alarm off, but just make sure you don't look at it. And I think that could be difficult. You may want to go back to a traditional alarm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really now we're living in the 21st century. People are like, you know, my phone is a great alarm. The snooze is a great function. So it is a give and take. See what works for you. The next thing we would recommend is to actually write your routine down and write what you want to do and achieve for, for the day and for the evening. So it's like working through a checklist and that really helps you to stick to your routine. So you can obviously apply this in both morning and evening. And the idea is it's, it's going to motivate you to tick all those points. Yeah, totally, Alish. So I love the idea to have that checklist actually in front of me. Um, it just allows you to formulate the ideal routine and also avoid being so strict with yourself. Now, maybe you may have a morning routine for a manic Monday. It might be totally different for your frantic Fridays. And also you might want a routine that is for your soothing Sundays. <laughs> One thing I love about the routine is and actually writing it up every day. You do not need to be military focused and repeat, cut, paste every day. Just cater it because I know my Mondays are a lot more manic and I need to make sure that I'm doing certain things at certain times yeah. compared, to a compared to a Sunday, let alone a Friday. So I like to mix it up and I feel more motivated when I choose what I want to do rather than forcing myself. This is not, a this is not meant to be painful at all. And we all know we would just stay in bed otherwise. Moving on to the next point is time. So I think the really good thing to understand about yourself is what time do you wake up naturally? Is it 8.30? Is it 7, 6.30? I know people have different schedules. They're doing different things. Some people yeah. might have to wake up earlier if they've got kids, for example. So, you know, what time do you naturally wake up with or without an alarm? And what time would you like to wake up? So it's best to work backwards in time. So say you're waking up at 8.30, but you know, you, you want to do something extra for 15 minutes. We can't jump and all start waking up at 5am all of a sudden when we're used to waking up at 7 or 8. We've got to take it in small chunks. So say you want to add in one task that you want to do in the morning, let's work in chunks and do 15 minutes backwards. So instead of waking up at 8, let's try 7.45 or 7.30. And then if you've got two 15 minutes, tasks you want to do it's baby steps to help you ease into it a lot more and you want to make sure that you can set an alarm um, at that time 
and actually get up at that time. I know the snoozing period is very common. It's easy just to press snooze and then wake up in another 10, 15 minutes. We do have to kind of be strict in that sense. But I know Priya's read the 5 a.m. club. Yeah, and I was very keen to wake up super early, but let's face it, I wasn't able to sustain it because the jump was too much. So I find it easier to do it step by step, like Alicia said, and you feel more natural. So now I'm waking up earlier, but it's not painful. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I don't think I'd ever be able to do 5am, but it's, I think it's easier if you do it just a little bit before. And then the, the more you do it, the more it will turn into a habit. So one great thing that a lot of people recommend doing morning, evening, throughout the day, whenever you really need it, is meditation. And it's something that we do speak about a a lot in our other episodes, is how it's a really good habit to have. And meditation in the morning and evening just really allows your mind to relax and prepare for what's ahead. And just also when you're going to bed it just calms and relaxes you and helps you to let go of what happened in the day so it could be in the morning if it's even just five minutes when you wake up and then five minutes when you go to to, before you go to bed either way it allows you to slow down um, and, and take forward the the day at a better pace rather than rushing in the mornings brilliant and there are so many apps there's so many tools out there there's youtube and you can literally i would suggest just experiment and also with the length of time the speaker the music because you want to be in a position where you're comfortable with the routine and like alicia said don't do 10 minutes when you can barely do five so be very very realistic and also um, find what you like and just experiment And in the evening, meditation can be used to wind down. So literally, you can meditate on your bed, you know, set a candle, get that going. So it's really about getting in the right mindset. Now, another point that's really crucial is clothes. Mm. Now, I think this is important, especially during the current period we're in, living through a pandemic, is do your morning routine in fresh clothes for the day and also your evening routines in your pyjamas, which is you ready for the evening. It allows you to create boundaries and then you clearly define when your day is ending and when it's beginning. So for example, in the evening, you could be lounging around in your day clothes, but as soon as you kind of freshen up and gear up towards putting your pajamas on, you automatically, that is when your evening routine starts. You don't need to dictate it by a particular time. Or you can do, depends on what works best for you. But it's just setting that physical boundaries Mm. with the change of clothes. Otherwise, it's just a continuous pyjama cycle if that's what you're doing. Because you're just just going from loungewear to lounge. You might, I know it's comfortable and I know it's easy. You can do it on some days. But in terms of sustaining a routine and creating boundaries, this is a good um, idea and a good ritual to follow. Yeah. Because the clothes can make you feel really, really good. And if you've got a lovely pair of pajamas, it's just, it's, it's comfortable, it's nice, and you're gearing up for the evening. Yeah, definitely. Another thing which is highly recommended is as soon as you wake up is to drink water. Um, and, you know, later on you might head towards tea and coffee. But I would say water is the most important when we wake up. We're most likely dehydrated. Uh, when we wake up it's a natural thing the way our body works so it's important to drink now I tend to keep water even during the night um, on my bedside table because sometimes I do get thirsty at night so I always like to have water and it's 
really refreshing to be able to drink it but it's really good for your body as well so in the morning have a glass and also have a, a glass of water before you go to bed too definitely and we definitely love the word definitely but moving on as part of my morning routine i actually look forward to drinking my favorite tea which is a new york breakfast from t2 i literally love the thought of even um holding a nice warm mug so this adds more warmth to my morning routine because i'm literally excited as that's an important element so you may want to think about what do you like to drink you know is there anything that keeps it might be that favorite coffee you might have a coffee machine at home just the smell of the the coffee beans will get you going so just find out what works for you because i know i would get out of bed for my cup of tea next is breathing now also please ensure you breathe throughout the day this is a disclaimer but doing intentional breathing exercises can revive you for the day there are so many youtube videos like i mentioned before and audios you can tap into and focus on breathing exercises to clear your pathways and recharge and this could be part of your meditation session or even completely separate you may want to just get out of bed instead of just jumping out and doing what you need to do you just take a few deep breaths and it really gets you going and reviews revives your channels another great ritual is journaling and this could be a a general thought journal or it could also be a gratitude journal so i personally do do gratitude and and mix it up but um, i know priya likes to just journal her, her thoughts in general as well but you want to be the type of person who can um set the pace by being grateful for what we have and whether you do this as soon as you wake up and just with your eyes closed you know some people like to practice gratitude that way or if you like writing and and have a notebook that's what i do is writing down exactly what i'm grateful for so this is highly recommended as well by a, a lot of people it's a it's a good way to start your day, but also to end your day and sort of review it and be like, what were the great things that happened? Now, an opportunity to start and end your day with pen to paper can actually be really refreshing, but it allows you to reflect, you know, reflect on how you want the day to go. So this is in the morning and then in the evening is how did your day go and how would you want tomorrow to look like as well? So those thoughts can ponder forward and you're, you're going to sleep with good thoughts is, is how I look at it. Definitely. And um, going into self-talk is another ritual which may sound a bit absurd to a lot of people. So the first thing that Alicia and I do um, as part of our morning routine as we get out of bed is even before we do our journaling is actually our self-talk. What is this mysterious thing called self-talk? It is literally you talking to yourself in your mind or out loud. So Alicia and I, we like to do this in our mind and we have it written down in a in a book or on a piece of paper or it's literally a little bit of fan pl- uh, paper and it could be anything. And you, what you've done here is, is written down line by line things that make you feel good. So I love saying, good morning Priya, you are so beautiful and have a pure heart of gold and you're going to have a brilliant lovely productive day i'm sure you guys get the drift it's you talking to you and it's however you want to start your day yeah and this can vary from person to person like for me i tend to write more i am affirmations like i'm going to have a lovely day today 
I am thankful for this. I'm grateful for my health. So a lot of my self-talk and sort of lines have the affirmations of I am because I know how powerful it is. But write down what you want, whatever you want to write down. Ours (laughs) is very different from each other. But it may feel weird at first when you do it. I mean, we've been doing it for years. Like, I can't even put a number on it. But we've been doing it for years and it's just a natural habit to us now. And even if sometimes I'm in a rush and I may forget to read it, from the book, I genuinely remember it as well. So if I'm like in the shower and brushing my teeth, I'm actually saying it in my mind then. So it's a really great habit. It will uplift your mood and just set that, um, set the day in the right way and you'll see it follow through in the rest of the day. Yes. And also you need to be focusing on your intentions. This is a beautiful ritual. In the book, Good Mornings by Linnea Dunn, she shares a beautiful ritual, which I absolutely love and I've embedded it. Especially at it is, it is the beginning of a new year and you may have thought about areas you really want to work on or progress in. Getting them written down, we all know is important, but finding a picture is taking it to that next level and putting it in your diary where you're going to see it every day. So what I've done is every morning, you can spend a few minutes looking at your three to five intentions for the year month or even week or anything it doesn't it depends how often you want to set these intentions and what it does is it allows your set you as an individual to activate your own intentions during the day so this is a lovely practice and I have done it this year and one of the intentions I've chosen is not to rush around because I literally do a lot of things at extreme speed so I found a little picture that just says don't rush um you know act mindfully you can create beautiful things and then I've written a few lines that just makes me think and ponder on this point and I have a, this is all in an image um to be honest it's words but I'm sure you guys get the drift it's, yeah and it just allows me to look at it and then also journal on that thought the next thing which I think a lot of people have heard of is to exercise in the morning Um, or read or do yoga so we'll cover a few of these things it could be anything that you want to achieve some people like doing their exercises in the evening some people like doing it in the morning in the middle of the day it's really up to you but we're just going to go through a few things that are good rituals to do in either routine that you set yourself for so with exercise it is actually known there's a lot of research out there that the best time is to do it when you wake up and i know a lot of people who would wake up one hour earlier just to go to the gym before work and and stuff like that so you know you might want to give this a try but it may be a bit of a push for you but the benefits of an early exercise are endless it can really boost your endorphins and release amazing neurochemicals which make you feel good so that will just start your day off in the best way possible it'll uplift your mood elevate your personal confidence and also it'll break away from that mental fatigue that you may have in the mornings when you wake up so you don't need to do a full sort of routine but you might want to start with five minutes and then maybe 10 or 15 i think half an hour max really i don't think you need to do a full hit screen <laughs> uh hit session sorry i was gonna say hit screen because i'm a scientist i thought oh, it's a it's a test that so came into my mind a hit session because you, you don't need to go crazy in the mornings, but a little bit of exercise to get the blood flowing in your circulation is really good as well. Now, reading is a lovely ritual that you can adopt. And when can you actually make time for reading? Morning or evening? Now, I personally prefer to read in the morning because it allows me to actually feel more alert 
And normally in the evening, I'm going to be honest, I'm so sleepy. When I start reading, my eyes are closing down and my, I'm having system shut down. So do what suits you best. You might feel it's best for you in the evening. But there are so many benefits of reading in general as a daily habit. The mental stimulation, the stress reduction, it's increasing your knowledge, which increases the ability to focus and concentrate. And for me, it's ideal because in the morning, you're already focusing on focusing and that concentration you can then just transfer that into your work mode yeah no i agree with when it comes to reading i know some people like to fit it in whenever they can or when they get spare time just to sit and read but for us reading is actually a daily habit we've been doing for years so having it as part of a routine makes it a lot more easier now moving on to yoga you know if you're not someone who wants to do morning exercise maybe try yoga and it's a lovely ritual to do both morning and evening i know you can combine this with meditation so it's win-win there but give it a go by just embedding 10 minutes of morning yoga you know it could be before you shower or just as soon as you get up you want to do it um after your meditation in bed but Stretching for the day is really great as well. Like I said, it gets the blood flowing, it stimulates your, your body and hence also your brain, but it will allow you to wake up slowly, sorry, wake up more faster and get going with the day. Whereas normally you take your time waking up really slowly and dreadfully. You want to be more aligned with your mind and your body and this will pan out for the rest of the day. I, I actually like doing it in the evening yeah. combined with meditation because stretching before you go to bed is something, before you go to bed is something that Shrey, our creative director, and my other half has always recommended. He goes, always stretch your body before you go to bed. Because, you know, during the day we're sitting at our computers and whatever we're doing in terms of work, and we haven't stretched out like our neck or our shoulders and stuff. So it's a really good point to incorporate that and help you to relax your body to go to bed. Or you can also have a massage. <laughs> yeah, you know, if, you, if you've if you got someone who's able to give you a massage, then yeah, do that as well. That'll be, that'll be a good routine yeah. ritual. Now, listening to an audio, adding a bit of positivity to your life can actually just kickstart your day in a wonderful way. Now, I know that Alicia and I used to love listening to um, a positive podcast like our, like our one, um, and especially when we're driving to work and stimulating um, a very important task that is driving safely but what this does is it sets a good mindset for the day and I really like how you can listen to something in the morning which is a bit more pumped up it's going to motivate you through the day but you can also listen to an audio in the evening which may be a sleep story or, or anything of that kind and in engaging in such an activity like this can boost your attitude and I know this is a focus of a morning routine, but it really keeps you going. And one thing I love is it's also that sense of accomplishment in the morning. So if you wake up and you've done reading, listening to an audio, you've done meditation, you've had a lot of, you've drank, I don't know, 500 ml of water, you've done so much already to kickstart your day. And it, for me, it can only get better. The next is what you eat is as crucial as anything. And I know Alicia and I, our whole life does revolve around yeah. food. And that's <laughs> us being brutally honest. So breakfast, dinner. So breakfast is actually you breaking your fast because you've been sleeping for a large amount of hours. So you need to eat. You need to give your body that energy. But you need to make sure that the food that you have is rich and is adding value to your day 
rather than draining you. And also I know there's so much going on in terms of intermittent fasting, X, Y, Z, so many diet plans, but it's just understanding that give your body what it needs and that will influence your mood. An Instagram worthy breakfast could be part of your routine because it could also embed the mindful cooking. So that's another important thing. Like when I'm making my um, granola bowl, there's a lot of mindfulness going into it. I'm not just chuck, I try not to chuck all the fruit in and all the seeds and stuff like that. But what you eat does impact how you're feeling. Another thing is with dinner, don't yeah. have it too late. Yeah. Now, Alicia and I, I'm probably eating the earliest. I just love having an early I dinner. I think between six to seven is good for me. That's good for you. For me, it's between five and six, which is crazy. Idly, I'd love to have dinner at 5.30, which is in a way feasible during the pandemic. But even in my life, you know, BC before COVID, I was having, I was eating at that time. I was grabbing food out and about, snacks and, you know, life's a lot more different now. But it's just what what you're eating in in your dinner, you want to make sure that it's digested. So if you're eating at nine, hopefully you're sleeping at midnight because you need those couple of hours. Yeah, but then that's, that's, that's pushing true. into your morning, um, your evening routine. So yeah. the earlier dinner you have, and if you do get hungry at about eight, nine-ish, you can have some fruit, you can have some nuts and things like that. Yeah, exactly. And then another thing uh, which is really great is walking and just getting in touch with nature. So whether this is as soon as you wake up, but to get some fresh air and get some sunshine onto your face, get that vitamin D if you have sunshine. But in the UK, most of our mornings are really grey, gloomy and rainy. But you know, you might want to do it later on in the day or um, in the evening, but embed it into some form of a routine so that you do it daily. I think doing a walk or going out for a walk is really important, especially right now when we're sort of stuck indoors. It's really important to get fresh air and just take your mind off things that are going on at home. So it could be something more casual or it could be you know, maybe uh, an hour walk in the local park after you've had your breakfast, or you might even want to exercise outside, you know, go for a run. So you're combining the the outdoor and uh, nature side of things along with exercise. So it's really up to you. Um, here you can see the value of having a variety of those different routines and depending on how you feel and what time you have, just go with what works best for you. And um, one of my favorites is having a skincare routine. I mean, this is something that we we do both morning and evening because that's how skincare works. But that being religiously followed is really important for your optimal natural glow of your skin. Now, if you're struggling to stick to your skincare routine, routine adding other rituals before and after it can really help reinforce it and make it an important part of your day. So, you know, if you're showering in the morning and at night before you go to bed, there's your skincare routine embedded into that already because you've got to wash your face. But it's really important that you are doing it um, because you need to, to clean your face as well. But I think skincare is a whole other topic. Yeah, I think what's crucial about this element is the process of cleanse, of cleaning your body. Yeah. In the book, um, Mindful Mornings, or what was the book again? Let's have it. it was by Linnea Dunn. And it's called Good Mornings. And I just loved how she had a whole section on cleanse, cleansing mm. your environment to cleansing your body. And actually that is, and also cleansing your mind. It's such an important part. It's very holistic. Because sometimes people actually think, oh gosh, I don't, I'll... I'll skip that shower. I'll do it later. But yeah, it's just keeping yourself wholesome. 
Last but not least, we've given a. I think we've done a good job. Yeah, there's a big mixture in there, and it's not like you've got to do them all. There's just a few ideas to help you start formulating one. Yeah, and what we want to do now is how do we create the routines and the concept called stacking. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to our long list of rituals. Now it's time to actually construct it. Now, if you are a newbie and you do not have a morning routine or an evening routine, never heard of the concept. Now, what we need you to do here is is start with three to five elements. After everything we've discussed, pick them. Now, you may want to, I'm going to give an example, make it a bit real. You may want to keep things really simple and start with self-talk, dedicate a few minutes. Let's put two minutes to that. Meditation for five minutes and you want to also embody reading for five minutes. Now, literally get this written down. You may want to add the times if you would like, but do what's comfortable. Now, once you've got this written down, you will need to also make sure you can number it and you can put a little box. I love adding a little box so I can tick it. And then that will get you in the mind frame of, yes, I'm ready. Now, before you even start doing anything, how do you feel? Do three of these elements that you've chosen align with an area you want to focus on? You're ready. Literally just deciding to follow through with a plan and doing the mental prep work, you're halfway there. Now you've chosen those three things. Now the concept of stacking is ensuring one task follows the next in a very natural way. So you may place your paper with your self-talk near your bedside table. And then you may have a candle ready to light before you begin your meditation. And the book may be right next to your bedside table as well. So now all your three rituals are stacked in the environment and ready to go. All you need to do is act. Yeah. You can't get up, get up in the morning and say, oh, where's that book? Where's that book? Oh, where's that meditation playlist I had ready? Have everything there and literally you've got no excuses. And everything now can work in, into your routine in a more mindful way. So now you can actually add another task because now you've regimented three. Mm. So you may continue to do self-talk, but you might add some more time. So now you could have add stre- stretching for five minutes after you're reading, and then you also may want to add an audio. So can you understand how the stacking concept can work and you can create the flow you desire? Lastly, triggers. What is that one action that separates the morning from the evening? Have you ever thought about this? You know, for me, the key thing is the trigger is a shower. Shower in the morning, shower in the evening, that sets my pace. You may want to have something a little bit more um, holistic in the sense that it might be lighting a candle or burning some incense. That's creating your boundaries and is also your trigger. It kind of motivates you. So for me, once I've had my shower in the morning, I need to follow through with my next um, key steps. So this helps you segregate your time and also it'll get you super pumped up because when you've got it written down, you just want to get ticking. I don't know how you feel. I'm ready for my morning and evening routine straight after this episode. Yeah, definitely. And I think... With all the stacking, it really helps you to start with a few and Mm. get going with it. It's not like you need to do all of them and do like a hundred things in an hour (laughs) before you wake up. Pick what really aligns with you and your values, what you're looking to achieve in your morning and evening routine. And then just start by making a list. You might want to play around with it a bit. You might have, you know, let me try this. See how it goes for a few days and you're like, no, I'm not feeling this or I'm not getting much value from it. Change it up. It's always... um, a good idea to evaluate and then go back and reflect and change things if you feel like it's not working out for you. To summarise, there are many different rituals you can incorporate into your routine, but it's down to understanding what works best for you and what you want to achieve from it. Very personal. 
We hope we have guided you, provided you with some spontaneous inspiration to start creating your own routines and having fun with it to get the most out of your day. You may want to have one day where you have no routine, routine so you can be spontaneous, but you know what you enjoy doing. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please leave us a review and share it with other people who you feel will benefit from it as well. Also, do let us know what topics that you would like us to cover and and share about. And feel free to connect with us on Instagram. We are at systematic underscore. Take care and we look forward to speaking to you again on our next episode. Bye for now and keep safe. Bye.